0: Guys, beer, sports, join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer from the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys.
1: Hey everybody, what's up? It's uh, Guys, Beer, Sports, uh, Sean and Brad our special guest ryan today so uh we hope the world is treating you well on this day fellas how are you hey hey doing well thank you it's good to be here yeah thanks for I mean, joining us and it's been a been a process i think for everyone to kind of get lined up so thanks for being here and uh
2: all, all i kept hearing talk. from ryan all i kept hearing it from him is like he's getting he's getting bumped worse than a 1980s heels heel wrestler there just
3: yeah, I, I was supposed to be on the show like five different times, and Sean's like, "I got to bump you for a better guest." I got to bump oh. you for a better guest, and then I said to him, I "said I've been bumped more times." than Brett, the Hitman, Hart, the Screwjob—you know what I mean? Like this is—it's
1: <laughs> it, nice that someone else speaks Sean's language. I just do that too. I just uh, I send him pictures of wrestlers in in bikinis because it seems to be his love language. So, love it. That's yeah. how you could have got him through there. <laughs>
2: So everybody, this is a good friend of mine here. I've known him for a long time, Ryan Rubulgen. Ryan, why don't you introduce yourself?
3: You're you're kind of you're kind of a big thing, aren't you? No, I'm a little. I'm a I'm a very small fish in a very very large pond, and I'm excited to be on the show. Uh, but I have been podcasting for about four years. Uh, I have two podcasts. I have one that's called uh, the Rocky Series Podcast. As you can see, I'm a huge Rocky fan. And it uh, deals with uh, the Rocky film franchise. We're currently on Creed, which is season seven mm-hmm. of our show. Uh, every season oh, wow. is uh, uh, the films in order. So, season one is Rocky One and so forth. So, we're on season seven, uh, Creed, part one. And then I have another podcast called The Worst of the Best podcast. And that's where I have rotating guest hosts come on. And we just uh, pick the best of that's on the world, whether it's music, movies, uh, food conspiracy theories and then from that list we discuss everything and at the end we reveal uh what we think is the worst from that best obviously so not hockey teams right yeah we haven't done hockey teams yet no no yeah you you came on completely <laughs> you knew what you were doing you knew I, what you no, were doing you Oh, knew. oh you, what are you talking about oh you're talking about this uh yeah so i was born in 1975 this team the montreal canadians they've only won six championships in my lifetime two that i remember uh Sorry, we're talking about the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. Sean, you, you might uh, say for the audience that they don't know, because there might be a few listeners listening to this show because I'm here. So, Sean, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell the fans what team is your favorite hockey team and how many championships they won in your lifetime? Toronto Maple Leafs, and they've won none in my lifetime, oh,
1: but on. they do wait, have the have
2: second most championships in no. the NHL.
1: When, when were you born? Because that's a very important thing. 1972. Ryan- Okay. So 3 years longer and how many less champions? 6 less championships. Yeah, 6 less yeah, and 6, and six yeah. less.
3: And uh, we've actually oh. so, uh, the the good lord above has given uh, Sean more time on the earth than me and he still hasn't gotten a championship out of that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's what it comes down to though is 93, okay?
2: 93 mm-hmm. playoffs. It would have been a totally different story. Wayne Gretzky got the penalty. Doug Gilmore was able to come out there and score the overtime goal. And We would be playing able to mute him, Montreal. Can
3: we mute, can we mute his mic somehow? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, would, we would be playing Montreal and holding up a Stanley Cup championship. You couldn't handle that. You what know else they'd playing they would
1: play in 1993 was Ice Ice Baby. Oh my gosh, <laughs> why are we in 1993? The kids born in '93 can drink legally in the States now.
2: Well, that was the last time that any
3: Canadian team won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> it's and true, it was just hoping, to, just so happened to be Montreal. Yeah, but my wife got me this jersey. Uh, well, it's actually a hoodie. But she got me this uh, hoodie for my uh, birthday. She should have just left it as a jersey. What? I world? have tons of jerseys. It's my first real hoodie from the
1: team. So I like the way that it crosses up like that. That's a nice look. It's yeah, kind of right. like jersey-esque, but it also yeah. has a hood. So you, when it's cold outside, you can put it up there. Yeah, see, it's yeah, it's a good design. Uh, look at I, it. I, I, I do know. like that. I uh, do like that. You look like a uh, little red riding hood. Yeah, you remember. like you like it up to buy one? You know, Ryan, that Sean likes to buy... Uh, gear from other teams. That's how he gets there. Is uh, my
3: team one of your favorite teams too,
1: Sean? No, I said on this podcast,
2: okay, that hate breeds respect. Okay, so just because I guess I, you know, I guess I
3: don't hate Toronto. Holy disrespect! Oh
2: <laughs> man, <laughs> that's getting worse, man. Oh man,
1: I I got no whimsical. Is comeback, Toronto man. like the little brother of of hockey? Oh no! In no, hockey, I'm yes. I mean, you know what? No, oh, you're oh. like yeah, you're like the Toronto Maple
3: Leafs are the redheaded stepchild of the of the Canadian hockey teams, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Ottawa is the uh, um, the
1: uh, mentally ill neighbor. <laughs> hmm. They play a lot together while the rest of the kids go play.
3: Yeah, like, they don't don't, don't go kids. to the Ottawa's house. Yeah. We'd ra- <laughs> we still would rather play. We'd rather play with the Toronto house. We don't want to go. You know, going to Ottawa's house is bad news. I just want to say, though, as a guest of your show, I've listened to every episode because uh, Sean, he uh, actually uh, hit me up before he started the podcast uh, with you, Brad, and he asked me for some advice, none of which he took, uh, but he <laughs> he asked me for some advice on uh, how to do a podcast, and uh, I've listened to every episode, but I, w- I want to say that officially, I am probably the least qualified guest you've had on this show, but I thank you for having me on all the same.
1: Yeah, well uh i disagree i'm on the show every week and i would be way less qualified so
3: no when it comes to sports
1: yeah well yeah same i just i just spew things that i read so no you
3: guys do a great job you guys do such a great job talking sports that me is a not believe it or not i'm not a big sports guy and uh, I, I often send sean uh, comments like this is me i'll send a gif like this is me listening to half your podcast is a big confusion face because i don't know half the players you're talking. To- oh, actually i don't know the the only football quarterbacks I know is Joe Mantana. Is he still one? And uh, yep, Doug Flutie.
1: He'll always <laughs> be one. <Flutie>. <laughs> and Joe
3: Steve Flutie. Young. And Steve Young. Okay, I couldn't name you one quarterback today. Oh, I was no. Who's the guy that's really big on uh, the Patriot guy? Uh, Cam this? Newton, oh, Tom
2: Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Of course. Yeah, he's he's in Tampa now. Yeah.
3: How, how how's Tampa doing with him as a quarterback? They're doing pretty good.
1: They're doing real well.
3: Oh wow! We're, really, they're hitting
1: their stride, and they're doing much better than uh, doing than Patriots are doing. Much to Sean's. Uh, oh, I, I think that's it. great. I want Tom Brady to win again. Yeah. Well, just because it upsets say, people. Chats,
2: what a horrible thing to say,
3: like Ryan. That was. Is <sighs> are are they the Canadian's
2: fa- jersey and
3: that comment? Wow! Are they are they favorites to win? The they're, up there. they're definitely the Super Game. Yes, the Super Game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry if i throw it off your show i apologize i've you're, you're not.
1: this is this is very typical if you watch the uh the shows Law of sean laughing
3: uh... oh i know i i've worked with him it's like this is me working with sean him laughing impersonating conan and trying new krav Maga moves on me every day and all the moves are is him taking my arm it out twist it behind my back that's the new move every week. And then you're like,
1: oh, hey, you do the Big Brother thing. You're like, oh, please stop, Al It hurts. You got me. like,
3: yeah, yes. You're very strong and scary, Fiji Warrior.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to speak to this Fiji Warrior thing eventually. Here, I just I'm that's the episode about the
1: Conan impressions and and what the dress code was or was not for those impressions. That bothers me, but that's for another time. <laughs>
2: You don't need any time or any dress to do a Conan impression. It's
1: <laughs> to do a proper one, you do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, I'm not about to do it. You're trying to egg me on, I'm not gonna do it.
3: Sean, Sean what's best in life? <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, Jar the
2: wind blowing maybe, through your hair, you a falcon at your wrists, and the enemies being driven before you. Wrong, Conan. What is best in life? To have your enemies driven before you. To have the battle down to your feet. And do the lamentations of the women. That's good. good. That is good.
3: <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I'm. Thank you, Sean. It's been too long. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> the lamentations of the women. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, get your show started. people. The people that listen to this, are the, I've derailed it. I apologize, Brian. I apologize. Oh, I'll shouldn't. never come back. Door no
1: door. that's not that's not we we have time we have time to wait for that conversation that's all. okay okay <laughs> so you no, know,
3: i just want to say good job guys and starting the podcast and talking uh talking sports that you do as a non-sports guy i don't understand anything you're talking about regarding who's doing what but i really do when you guys get to the personal antidote stuff i really enjoy that so even when you're talking about maybe the football game or the whatever is happening you still throw in your personal antidotes and uh I, and i enjoy that stuff so like the uh, yeah I, I enjoy i enjoy what you guys are doing
1: so keep it up thanks ryan i appreciate that it's uh good
2: yeah i've been listening to the rocky podcast i know you're on Cree too there and i was asking you
3: where you go from there and so rambo it was like uh, makes the most sense Are you talking about first
2: blood? You're going to start with first blood?
3: Yeah. So we're going to finish off. So uh, for anyone that's interested, it's the Rocky series podcast. It can be found on, if you just Google, just go into Google and just literally type Rocky series podcast it will come up, but it comes up as the Stallone fan podcast network. And Mm -hmm. there's two other shows on that, uh, on that network that deals with Sly. So there's actually three podcasts on that network. Uh, but after we do "Going the Distance," we're going to do a new show with the Ramble Series, and it's going to be called "Nobody Steal This From Me." It's going to be called uh, "It's a Long Road." The Ramble Series podcast, oh, the, oh. the Ramble Series podcast. So we're going to be yeah, and we'll do the same thing. Season one of that show will be uh, first Blood" and so forth until the fifth yeah, season, yeah. which will be "Last Blood." Yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah, so it's fun. I uh, still you, think that. Oh, sorry,
1: Brad. Go ahead. I have a question that is not. I mean, it's relevant, but it's not you know necessarily. You can tell me no, but. uh have you been to Philadelphia and have you run up the stairs and, and done that move?
3: Great question. Uh, I'm actually currently stationed here, as you would say, or posted here in uh, Quebec where Sean was as an instructor at the basic training facility here. Uh, Sean and I've worked at the same, we were together with Beyond Washington. He worked here at, uh, St. Jean de Delugeux, Quebec. And <laughs> I'm currently here myself. Uh, and, uh, uh, anyways the one of the reasons why i wanted to come here was two reasons one was i wanted to, uh, actually three reasons one i actually wanted to do the job here and uh, i really enjoyed my time here teaching uh, the recruits uh two uh i wanted to see a habs game live in montreal i've seen them in vancouver and i haven't seen them in montreal and three was to run up those rocky steps because philadelphia is only a six-hour drive away yeah. but guess what happened covid covid
0: yeah
3: so, uh I blame China. Uh other than that, so, so one day it's going to happen, but at, at this point my uh because of COVID and it looks like I'm going back to BC. Uh it's just going to have to be a plane flight in in years to come, but it's going to happen. So to answer your question, no, but it will happen. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, want to come
2: like on
0: that.
2: I want to come on when you're doing that last scene there with the uh, Rambo cuz I still think that Sylvester Stallone deserved an Oscar for that
1: role right at the end
2: there. Oh, you're talking about the end of first one? Oh my gosh. No, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First blood. Yeah. Come on, man.
1: Becker. Becker, Are you're going to you know? audition right now. You're going to audition. I so. the he's
2: planet planet. vehicles. Yeah, giving Yeah, his legs. I can
3: see his legs.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's Oscar good.
2: winning. Oscar winning.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, actually. Yeah, uh, that was one of his uh, very uh, silent uh, it was very it's almost like a silent role. And you did a lot of uh, a lot of physical acting and uh, there's a lot to be said for physical acting. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah.
1: Would you consider breaking down Charlie Sheen's uh, role from hot shots part one where they open with that scene? It's great. That's great. It's good parody.
3: Anything, anything that's uh, anything that's well done and and well received by the public should be parody. That's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that's
1: why it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Not a great movie. It's a good waste of time. So I just want
2: to give a shout out here. Uh, New Scotland Brewery. They are here in Nova Scotia. And I love this. this is the Coat of Arms. So it's mm. a Scottish bow shilling ale. Uh, they have lots of different beers. I'm going to have to bring another couple on because they have it at different uh, names of different places here around the province. So very interesting. Um, great beer. This bow shilling ale. Excellent. Mm. A little bit of a darker lager. It's good.
1: Man, those dark lagers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have good news. I'm uh, off the drugs, and uh, next episode, back to beer. So, stand by. I'm coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan?
3: Oh, okay. So, it's my right. turn. Yeah. Uh, I, I have what's uh, the John Sleeman brand. John Sleeman. It's huh. only 80 calories a can, and only two grams of carbs. Huh. Is that the what? That's how you keep this youthful. I'm only three years younger than Sean. What does that yeah. tell you?
2: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you're drinking the Toyota Prius of beer over there. I don't understand what you're saying, man. What the heck?
3: <laughs> cheers, you guys. Yeah. Cheers.
2: <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Yeah. And I'm Toyota
3: still Prius on the drug. I'm still. I'm still on the drug. So this is a bad combination. No.
1: Yeah. Well, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, What's in man. sports?
3: What's going on? Let's talk sports.
2: Yes. Well, there's plenty going on there. Um, uh, Brad.
1: Well, the past Tuesday, big day. Uh, I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not, but it was uh, the tra- the draft, the uh, draft, not the draft, the trade deadline trade uh, came deadline and went. So. Lot of a uh, lot of buildup, big fizzle at the end. Not a lot of movement, uh, which was interesting. How much does Green Bay Packers
2: hate Aaron Rodgers now? Especially after hearing that Matt LaFleur and all that organization had a chance to get Will Fuller over from the Texans. Well, and they didn't I mean, pull it.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to say it well. Uh, I would just say if you're Aaron Rodgers, you, you can't feel great because on draft night, you watch them uh, essentially draft the next girlfriend they're going to go out with, right? And Jordan <laughs> Love, and completely ignore your wide receivers. And then at the deadline, when they had the opportunity to get a game changer. While you're in uh, competition for you know a high playoff spot, you just don't make a move. So you
2: don't make a move. Yeah. It it was so funny because I was listening to somebody else and they were saying how the NBA, the NHL, and MLB seem to get this right, is that if you have a chance to build a super team, you make that trade and you yeah. get whatever you can in order to get that shot at that Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: Well, the window's short. Sure. I mean, you don't win six championships in your lifetime, you know, by not making moves, right?
2: That's it. And so it goes. to leave that on the table, that's pretty much to me. If I, if I was Aaron, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be looking at the writing on the wall, going, "It's now. I'm 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 done here." Yeah, you. Go uh, Aaron Rodgers,
1: starting quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2021. You heard it here first. Yeah, probably not that far off.
2: Probably not that far
1: off. Yeah. You know, what else are you gonna do? Or New England?
2: Unbelievable! I couldn't believe that uh you guys got how excited
1: would reed be if if aaron Rodgers was his quarterback in new england next year oh i think he i think he'd still be miserable miserable?
2: no he'd still be miserable but yeah he'd (laughs) be really happy a happy miserable drunk (laughs) so Ryan, i don't know if you've ever seen uh reed on our podcast i know that you probably never seen because he was on the seaside
3: i always do the uh Oh, like what he looks like in person. I always do the audio. So, Oh, the audio? So yeah. you probably heard his voice then. Uh, nice. Yeah, I have listen. Like I said, I didn't lie. I've listened to every episode. <laughs> no. I've listened to every episode. I do all the audio stuff. Yeah.
1: So he's. Pretty, I, have a, yeah. I have a bunch of questions for you, Ryan, that aren't sport related. Do you want to get into them? No, Maybe it's not a bunch, but I want to have a conversation simply because uh, I, I glossed over it and let you talk earlier, but you said that you lived in Woodby Island, and I'm fascinated <laughs> to know what you thought about Woodby Island as a place not maybe not as a not as like a workstation right but like just right. as a surrounding area
3: oh we loved it there my wife and I had a great time there uh great community we homeschooled the kids and there was a great homeschool community there that we yep. really latched on to uh friends like Sean and my friend uh Jason Gaty, if he's listening uh he's uh it was great to and Byron uh, it was great to be with fellow Canadians that I served with before even coming down. Mm. So we all kind of came down as a friendship group. So I admit it was kind of cool just hanging out with my friends in this new environment. Um, I love the American. I loved, I, well, I had three kids born there and uh, three U S born children. Mm. Um, I, uh, so I have a great affinity for the country. I I love the U S and I'm, I'm not one of those Canadians has anything bad to say about the U.S. I think unfortunately just people everywhere in the world, kind of suck sometimes and it's too bad that your country right now especially today uh elections still haven't been finalized uh, people are very divided and it's good to be passionate about your cause and to be passionate about your feelings without causing harm that's the key but uh i i love july 4th down there we got all caught up in it and uh, it's-, it's a beautiful country with beautiful people really i I, w- I would go back in a
1: heartbeat yeah this place is fantastic uh i, I spent most of my i, I was born here Oh, okay. uh, I, I left for a couple years, but then I came back and, you know, it's, it's, it's the place to be. It's a good corner of the world.
3: Well, uh, yeah, but, it's uh, Pacific Northwest, which I was born in Victoria. So that's kind of, they had that yeah, same yeah, same thing,
1: right? Like, yeah, someone is doing imaginary line at some yeah, point, right? At, that's at all it place, is. Those two things, same place. I love, uh, being up North. I think it's great up there. Vancouver is like my favorite city to go to. I feel like it's, you know, we call it Seattle light because it's, sure. you know,
2: uh, <laughs> It is it's similar, but
1: it's, it is. It was a cleaner yeah. version of Seattle, right? It's, yeah, Seattle, yeah. it's Seattle 20 years ago for us. Um, so we, we enjoy uh, going back. It's been interesting to watch uh, the election today. Is, uh Monday and Tuesday, just from a social aspect. My social media was full of just back and forth, very line drawn. And then right. last night as it all started to kind of break apart, everyone felt the tension. It started to come across of, you know, there was more of the message of like, hey, no matter who it goes, like you still have like it's way more. We've I've said this entire time that the people that irritate you on either side, it's 10 percent. Right. You hear sure. like, it is what you're hearing. And now you're starting to hear the majority of people just being like, hey, we just need to get back to being civilized. Like, let's just, uh, you know, this was fun, yeah. but let's yeah. move on.
2: I like I like what uh, Dave ended up posting uh, out in his Facebook. I, I really like that. It's like I really don't care who you voted for. I'm still going to be your friend because that's what an adult does. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's yeah, awesome. that's it. I think I think I think we're going to see a whole new. I'm, I I think you're going to see a whole new opening to communication and everything coming up after this because
1: it's been so yeah. divided for so. I long. hope so yeah i hope so okay. yeah yes. well you're gonna go you gonna go this way for so long and then we'll see but it's also the winter of a pandemic so eh, who knows it might be uh i have a shirt uh that says free hugs on it and i'm gonna wear it the day that we're all clear to be around other people and i'm hugging each and every person so get in line uh, oh, i'm wow. a world-class hugger i have really long arms uh and i'm not afraid to get in there so like i just i give like elite level hugs so feel free to stand in line i give you my address come by but like I just, I'm ready for normalcy. Get back to I think
3: uh, Sean's going to have a free. I'll try my Kramaga movies uh, moves on you
1: shirt. <laughs> it'll be this It'll be a rouge, right? It'll be it'll be Sean with a free hug shirt on, and then as you approach him, he'll put some kind of like, you know, gypsy magic or Kramaga or whatever he calls it. You know,
3: right, right. I got I, I got a new move. I got a new move. we oh, you get just punch me, not too fast, just so I can catch
1: oh, the- your arm and. That was, you. No, no, no.
3: that was that was
2: Aikido. That was my Aikido man. That was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. uh, what I
1: need you to do is punch at my hand base. Yeah.
2: Uh, 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 <laughs> so I was, I was going to show one of my other buddies there. I'll never forget what he told me. He goes, "Do not do that, Hebrew black magic on me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, man. jeez. <laughs> well, wow. oh my gosh, that was that was crazy. Um. So, Ryan, yeah, I did want to get your thoughts about November 28th, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, right. and it looks like that's still going.
1: I can't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. well, Roy, listen, he hasn't shown up yet, there's still a chance. There is, I mean, you're getting less and less of a time
3: to like pull out. Uh, I don't know so if you've following seen. this. Have you been following this, Ryan? Uh, well, uh, yes. The funny thing is, I'm a huge Rocky fan, and when I said I'm totally unqualified to be on a sports podcast, I wasn't joking. Uh, uh as you know, I'm a huge Habs fan. Uh, let me just talk about the Habs part first because before oh. the show started, no, listen, Sean, before the show started, Sean asked me, Hey, what did you think of the Max Domi trade? And I have this weird policy when it comes to my Habs, I watch every game, like that's the thing, as I'm totally obsessed with my team on the ice. I don't listen to post conference talks. I don't listen to coached uh, interviews. I don't listen to uh, uh, the rehashing with the commentators either in between the 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 game, like in the periods, intermissions. I don't listen Tony to Marinero. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I, I don't care what anyone has to say about my team. I literally watch every game. Like I'm there watching the game, and I leave, and I don't hear what anyone has to say about anything. I don't like to hear what people fans. I don't want to hear what fans have to say. Hmm. So that's how I experience my team is I, I so every time someone puts on that Jersey, I love that individual. I don't know their history. I don't know what team they came from. I, until I hear the commentators say, Oh, this is a, 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 you know, John Jones from whatever team like, Oh, he played for it. Or if I do happen to know, cause I watched their games, I know the players yeah, names, yeah. but I follow my team on the ice and that's it. And the only thing I know about other players in the league is what, I know about them when they face my team on the ice.
2: So anyways, Ryan, this is a long story for Ryan to just say. No, he I, didn't well, we're gonna
3: talk. We're gonna talk about no, no, those. Stop, stop. <laughs> a long story for Ryan to say he didn't know that Max Toby got traded. No, so, what I'm saying, though, no, listen, honestly, like I don't watch. Pre, I don't even watch preseason games. I watch the opener. Like I don't watch. I don't want to know anything about the. I don't want. I don't want to know how they did in the preseason. I literally just go on blind, and I I want to see the team perform in the ice. That is that,
1: fascinating. Yeah. Thank you.
3: That
2: is like in I mean, the best
1: way. So, do you You get a lot of joy from your team? Huh? Absolutely. You know, I, I love them. Do you have any expectation? You just go into it and he's probably telling you.
2: He probably knows who are you pointing at? Ryan. Sure. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he probably knows. He probably knows that stupid cartoon that's a Canadian classic, the sweater. Oh, yeah. You I, know, yeah. come on. Cause you're a Canadians
3: fan. You know everything like that because I'm a can- Leafs fan. And <laughs> The the thing is, uh, for me, for me, sports, and I I, I appreciate you guys' passion because look, I I have a rocky passion, which is uh, some people look at that and they would almost scoff at it or think it's silly. That's fine. I don't have to defend it. And you guys have an incredible sports passion that I don't understand, but I understand, and and I'm amazed actually that you guys mm-hmm. start talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, who the f- is Aaron Rodgers? And and you guys have you're just you know you're you're which is like so I don't know who you're talking to. What's that? I don't know this who is Aaron so is. So Wild. Is he a coach? I, I actually lost no, track of He's, he's a, one of the best quarterback. quarterbacks ever to play yeah. the game, but it's not a big deal. Never heard of him.
1: <laughs> wow. So- <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. You're probably losing listeners
1: right now. I apologize. No, no. Listen, they're going to be entertained. Like, the four people listening to this podcast are going to stay. For they're going to love it. They're but- here for the banter, not for the information.
3: <laughs> that – and i that's I mean, if people do listen that's the right way to listen to a podcast i do the same again for my two podcasts i don't i don't really ever teach anyone anything it's just yeah. me sharing my whatever on whatever like i'm not if you want to learn something just go to wikipedia and google you don't need a podcast to teach you anything yeah um, like
1: that's pulling a wikipedia and then reading it line for line i mean it's you know just kind of that's a terrible way to
3: podcast and there are ones that do that by the way there are. and they yeah. and they get mm-hmm. uh quadruple the numbers we get um But all that being said, so when, yeah, so I love, and I love the game of hockey so much. I love Olympic hockey, of course, the juniors, I watch the juniors, all that stuff. So I love hockey and I just love my team that much. And uh, uh, it's just weird. I just kind of want to go in and because I don't want to hear the pundits say, oh, so and so was expected or they're not very strong. No, I just want to, I want the players to show me what they're doing. I don't care what the people off the ice have to say. That's fantastic. I I mean, I I think that's good. I do. (laughs) I just think that it's,
2: no, you know what? It's an innocent sort of like eight-year-old, eight-year-old view of your hockey team. You know what I mean? Sure, that's, that's cool. That's child. It's, cool, chi- it's childlike, I guess. Yeah. At eight is. years old, I
1: recite you the roster of every NFL team. So it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you and I are different, Brad. You, yeah. you and I well, are. We're, different. Def- we're definitely
2: different. We're different yeah. Brad. You know, like I do feel i like I I still understand why you guys got rid of Max Domi. But you did get a well, good player, and Ryan doesn't either. Return,
3: yeah, I know true.
2: right? is there. <laughs> no, no,
3: that's it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not. I know. I'm not ignorant. I'm not ignorant about the players. Yes. I know the players well when they're playing. I know their strengths and weaknesses because I, I see and I listen again. I listen to the commentary while the games. Mm-hmm. I don't play it on mute. I, I listen yeah, to yeah, what the yeah. commentators are saying as they're playing, and I watch them play. Max Domi of I love his energy, and I love his uh, getting under the player's skin. I I, I love I I love we're his grin. About, we're not talking about Gallagher here. Uh, but no, but Max Domi, that's there you go. You made my you point. the watermelon made, guy? They already have a nope. Gallagher. <laughs> oh. So they already have a Gallagher, right? And uh, they extended the contract with Gallagher for six years. And yeah. uh, Domi, I hate to say it, Domi was a great, expendable player. He was a player that we kind of, and he wanted to play center, yeah. and we didn't have a place for him. Ironically, we have strong centers for the first time in a long time. And he you didn't got, want to get two
2: rookies. You got two rookies that are good. About a whole year
3: of experience
2: and you're gonna gamble on it. So I
3: mean hey, rookies are power in, too. you yeah. know as you know as well as I do the rookies uh, in the NHL now are a lot different than the rookies twenty years ago. No,
2: I totally agree with you as far as that's concerned. But here's the thing is that Koken Yemi was still one of those players that was only scoring at home, period.
0: Yeah. Until last true. season.
2: You know? Yep. Last <laughs> season I think he got two goals on the road. So yeah. Good job. You sound very
3: are you okay? Are you gonna be okay? You know how I feel about the Canadians, man. <laughs>
2: I still love you, Ryan.
1: He only has oh, one of oh, their jerseys hanging up in his closet. <laughs> Stop no, that. That. Stop no, that! No, I and was going to say
2: different. No, no,
3: I just want. Well, I just wanted to say that, uh, Sean. I just wanted to say that I understand that you're upset that you'll never see the least win a championship. But at least you can hang your hat that you'll see the Browns one day win a Super Bowl. Oh, wait, you probably will die never seeing any of your teams win the championship unless you jump on a bandwagon big enough to fit you on it.
2: <laughs> Woo! That was very good. That was it very was good. good,
1: Ryan. Uh, you did good. miss the part where Sean watched his team win a World Series in a strip club, and so he. Has oh, that's that, right. Uh, that's a good story. That's a good yeah, story. It was a good story.
3: I did, I saw NBA championship as well. So, and to be fair, that's true. I I forget there's other sports other than hockey. Yes, there. Yeah. You got to see the Raptors. That was great. You know, and actually, I will say that I, that was the most basketball I ever watched. I'm not ashamed because I, I I don't have a team, but I did. I think it was pretty cool that Canada did that. that was, I or, think it was most Toronto team did that. I think it was the most basketball most Canadians watched, and but is that a good thing though? I'm, no, it I, is. I, I'm not I'm, I, not. I'm not. I'm not slagging it.
2: I, it's a very good thing.
3: It's like it's a we very want. Good thing when you we want the same thing to happen yeah. because yeah, we want the same thing to happen for those teams, the hockey teams that are in uh, maybe non hockey friendly states. We want the game to flourish, yes. and yeah. so I want the same to happen. It'd be great if. It's too bad we lost the Grizzlies. It's too bad we don't have more NBA teams because I think there's an audience in Canada for yeah. for the NBA. Look, the Grizzlies, I still, I I still blame that on Big Country
2: Reeves. Like, why would you spend that kind of money on that first round draft pick of a white guy at seven feet tall that
1: was going to do nothing? Wow. And what was the name of that guy again? Brian like Big Country Reeves. Yeah, that's
3: right. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. He listen. He he had a really like he is was one of the i want to say he was one of the first ones but one of the more profile ones who had a really good uh march madness tournament right and at that time of the nba they were like the thing about him was like well you can't teach that size you can't teach that size you know and so that's that's where you know he fell into that uh deal but you know it was tough. I used to, I mean, I used to enjoy going to Vancouver to watch uh, Grizzly games because at that point, like the dollar exchange rate was so cheap, like it was like, man, we could sit in great seats for not a lot of money. I'm right? in
2: North Mexico.
1: <laughs> North Mexico, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's cheaper in Canada. It's cheaper
2: guess, in Canada, so <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs>
1: we used to go uh, right across the border on 19 to the bars, and they would have like they call it like it was a, uh, it was like dollar Corona night, but it was like a quarter, you know? Oh wow. And so, like you can go in there with two dollars worth of quarters, and it gets smashed. And it was like, whew, man!" Anyway, it was, it was I think funny. I segued off something. Well, you were asking me something at the very
3: beginning. I apologize. I totally, uh, I have terrible oh, tangents. I apologize. Don't be. Trying-
1: you're, you're in, you're in a safe place for that. You can, we can go all over the board. All right, we're talking about Montreal Canadiens again. Though? oh yeah was, you, I, was, you... I was
2: gonna bring this up i was gonna bring this up because... are you gonna tell
1: ryan what size you're wearing these days so we can send you a jersey or yeah you, that's it uh, to no, I, was, I was gonna bring
2: this up is that um <laughs> i was i was shocked to see that montreal is in fourth as far as cities in north america for championships tristan uh, yeah
3: yeah and it's
2: straight from hockey all from hockey yeah
3: yeah you know absolutely sure sure yeah. now <laughs> that, sean that great question mind. Sean, great question. You're going to ask me, how did a guy from BC become a Habs fan? Great question. Um,
2: <laughs> how did a guy from BC oh, become a Habs fan? How did you
3: get so polluted? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I just, uh, I slammed through the sludge of Toronto and I got here. How? Uh, had, had, well, I was eight years old. My family, my parents, my brothers, nobody watched any sports. I just came from a non-sports home. My dad, the only sports he watched was NASCAR. And I watched, of course, wrestling. But we we understand what wrestling is. But I, I never watched team sports. And uh, Take it but easy. I was eight. I was eight years old, and all my friends were playing hockey cards. They were playing with the hockey cards and talking about the players, like like a, like a, like you would a Pokemon or whatever, Magic the Gathering or whatever it was. But when I was a kid, everyone was playing with hockey cards, and they're playing like flipsies and tossies. Yeah, and, yeah. When you when you win them, right? Yeah, you, you, you win the cards card, up yeah, there. You flip the it. You can flip yeah.
2: it, then you get all the cards. Yeah, Yeah, That's yeah. That's right. Yeah.
3: So we're they're playing all that, and I wanted to participate. Obviously, I want to be like them. And they're like, "Well, who's your favorite team?" I'm like, "I don't have a team." And like, I was scoffed for that. I didn't even know what that meant to have a favorite team. So I went home and I turned on the TV, and I said, "The first team I see on TV will be my favorite team." That's all it was, and it was Are the you Habs. Kidding me? No. Wow. Actually, you know so, what? That's an interesting story. Honestly, that is. Thank you. Uh, well you asked a great question so uh <laughs> so a little bit, when i when i when i when i picked the Habs, i had no idea of their history i had no idea that they were, i didn't even know if montreal i didn't even know what montreal was like i didn't know what's even in mm-hmm. quebec i'm eight years old i didn't know the geography of canada what every province meant right. uh, i did
1: no nah. i mean if i did i don't really know i mean okay. to be fair i'm 41 and i don't even know what it is so yeah you're you an american no exactly exactly <laughs>
3: No, but uh, I I don't recall. So maybe I maybe I did know, but I I just don't remember knowing. Right. Uh, right. So I watched every game, and little did I know how good the team was, especially back then. You know, like we do. You just lucked out. I I did. They (laughs) won the cup in '86 because I started liking them in '83. They won the cup in '86, and I remember when they won the cup. I was like, "Oh, great! My team won the cup. That's kind of (laughs) cool." Not knowing. So then, when I was seventeen. I really understood it by the age of seventeen. Of course, now I've been watching the team for uh, uh, for nine years, yeah. and I really like knew the players, knew the team. They did ten overtime wins in a row, and during that playoffs uh, series, uh, uh, that playoff year, it's never been touched since. And uh, I remember when they got to like their fifth playoff, uh, so sort of their fifth overtime. I was like, "Well, they're gonna win in overtime," and they just kept winning in overtime. Yeah, and uh, I was by. Check this out. 1993. I'm 17 years old. I'm by myself in my living room. Nobody around me. I, of course, no internet. No one to share this with. I literally watched my team win the cup by myself against Gretzky, and I cried. That's all and you I just, played uh, against. Like That's all you I, played against was Wayne Gretzky. Well, I'm sorry your team sucks. But anyway, so I, you know, I. <laughs> so yeah it was an emotional moment for me so i can honestly say i can die happy i know when people say oh oh ryan it's been whatever how many years i'm like i understand that but that memory's in my head and i remember it very well and i will die happy knowing that i got to have that moment no no i i totally agree with you because i feel the same way with
2: the world series and the nba championships it's like that's three times that your city was noted as having the greatest team for that year and it was like it's, it's one of those things that was like, man, can it last forever, right? <laughs> and I don't know what would happen in Toronto if the Maple Leafs were to win. When we were there for Seattle winning, um, Brad, like that was a feeling when Seattle won that Super Bowl. That was something else. And I don't think anybody anybody that what didn't follow Seattle Seahawks football didn't realize how good Russell Wilson really was. It's, it's really what it came down to. this how special he is. Yeah. yeah
0: See, Brad –
3: you're you're learning about another quarterback there, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, who's that?
0: Russell, Russell, Wilson. Russell Wilson.
3: Oh, he sounds like a country music star. He almost
1: is. He's married to an RB singer. Oh. Uh, he's he's a bit of a transcendent. He's smallish for the position, uh, which is why he kind of fell in the draft. But he has what uh commentators call the it factor. So he just he just knows how to win and how to get it done. And so the story of Russell Wilson is he was a third round draft pick and he was short but he had big hands. So everyone knew he could hold onto the football, right. but that year Seattle had invested a lot of time and money into a guy named Matt Flynn. And then Russell Wilson came in and just beat him clean out in training camp and became a starter. And then it's been on a positive trajectory. ever So what team is on right now? He's still in the Seattle Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Still on the are they, do, are they
3: doing well? Are they doing well right now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're, they're up there with a uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady for probably the top team oh. in the NFC. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's wow. a fun ride.
3: Excellent
2: segue there, though, right? Um, yeah, so we're about to see because right now your team against teams over 500 is 500, yeah. the Seattle Seahawks, and you're about to go up against a mighty juggernaut of the AFC East
1: called the Buffalo Bills. Where the Patriots Doug Flutie stealing. Oh, get out of here? Yeah, Doug, 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 Doug Flutie's. Flutie's.
2: there we go. That's right, <laughs> Flutie Flakes. That's right. Yeah,
1: still sells in the stores in Buffalo. That's awesome. So um, let's
2: see if you go down to two fifty or seven fifty, I
1: guess, really. Yeah. Uh I don't know how you're gonna guard DK Metcalf or or uh my friend Lockett, Tyler Lockett. I almost no, called my car lockett, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I, I don't know.
1: I, I don't know how you I don't know how you get there for that. I don't know how you manufacture a pass rush. I like, I don't know that Josh Allen can keep up because it's we've been very clear on this that Josh Allen couldn't hit you and I standing shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder at 20 yards. And, man, Sean, are you are you, a, are you a large man, Sean? I am. I am. Do, do you think so, that I
2: also am a large man? I do think you're a large man. Yeah, our combined
1: uh, weight is plus 500. What did you plus say? Plus 500, yeah. Plus 500? Plus 500, yeah. 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 Did your Pontiac Solstice uh, yeah. sigh with relief when we got out of it? It sure did. It okay. sure did. So Josh Allen's not going to win this game for you. No, nah, but –
2: you know what our defense could where your defense. I, all right. Are you getting back Jamal Adams this weekend? Yes. Carlos Dunlap's activated. Yes. So you have no reason on the defensive side.
1: Well, I mean, Shaquille yeah, Griffin might right. still be out there with the an There though. we go.
2: We still got Singletary.
1: We still have Stefan Diggs. We still Remember, have Cole we're, Beasley. Like, we're top five against the rush. We're not, we're not running. Running not a problem for us. It's throwing that gets us in trouble yeah and there it is lies
2: well but I we mean, just got
1: carved up by nick mullins so i mean josh allen probably had a chance we shut down jimmy garoppolo for three quarters and then gave it up to nick mullins what's it, it, this is i mean brad i
2: i i love you as a man it's like right here <laughs> that you know that man love you know what i'm talking about oh no, I don't think he's play for that. Sean's
3: very, J- Sean's very handsy. Surprise! I'm yes, surprised, he he, I'm surprised he's never been uh, charged.
1: <laughs> well, he's very I mean, listen, I've never, never been convicted. I think <laughs> that's if true. We don't know about the charge. There's, maybe there's
3: been Nobody's listen, been brave enough. Nobody's been brave enough to come forward. <laughs>
1: no. no. It's the laugh the laugh is just so like calming that you just don't realize he's touching you until it's true. he he
3: as he breaks my arms he laughs it's like it's his, it's all good see I'm in
1: control I got it, <laughs> it feels better yeah. <laughs> the pain will go away once I stop please stop now, this leaves you uh with a parting gift of uh, arthritis in your shoulder for oh you like
2: listen listen all right you guys are okay
1: hey, Sean what's the final score of the game what's your what's your prediction for the oh, for Buffalo bill it's the game of the week for us right like it's okay the time can, I give him, go. can I give a prediction can I give you a can. prediction yes all right Brian, go for you, it you go first Ryan let's hear your score
3: well Buffalo's gonna win Ooh. by uh oh by one touchdown one touchdown
1: that actually Brian, sounds
3: that- in the that- touchdown. yeah say again how many points is the touchdown Se- well, six plus one for the field. Hey, you are a sports fan. Look, Look, <laughs> Look at you! Hey, I played. <laughs> I played Madden ninety four on my Sega Genesis. <laughs>
1: Touche.
2: Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say as well a touchdown, and I'm going to say it's going to be high scoring. Oh wow! Yeah, I was picturing I was uh, I
3: was picturing twenty seven
2: to twenty. 27 to 20, you're probably right. I'm saying 40, I'm saying 40 to 33.
0: 38-35 uh, you know Seattle. Oh 38-35. Wow.
2: You know yeah. it's gonna be a shootout because both those defenses are playing. You know like how it's gonna them. end?
1: It's gonna end with a kick wide left to tie it at the buzzer.
2: Oh wow. Why would you why would you bring that up? <laughs> why would you bring that
1: up? I don't even know why Net- you would bring that up. That's Listen, I had it in my back pocket since I saw the schedule come out.
2: You've been waiting for this. It's like, <laughs> it's so funny. So, my friends at Box uh, Box and Pod One, they're also a podcast, sports podcast. He was emailing me and he was asking me, he goes, How's it going to be with you and Brad in the show coming up this week?
1: Ryan, <laughs> do you know about the infamous wide lefts, Bill Gold, gold mm-hmm. misses?
3: Well, I, I know I know that, I mean those yeah. get missed, but I don't yes. know why they're the Buffalo infamous.
1: Bills. Sean, how many Super Bowls did the Buffalo Bills go to? Four. In a row. In a oh, row.
3: I could have four said row. that. I think I even knew that I would have guessed yeah. three or four. Yeah. They, Do you know they how, many
1: had, they, how many did it come down to the last uh kick? I well, guess I guess half one. Now.
3: The first one.
2: The second one was close, but that wasn't a field goal. But that first one was just
1: Heart wrenching, yeah. right?
3: Wasn't that the uh, the pet Ace venture pet detective? One of those storylines. Well,
2: that's Miami Dolphins. That's a different uh, uh, team. But in was no,
3: but wasn't position. but wasn't that the joke yeah. though, or something? He missed the yeah. field goal. Or Laces, okay. out.
2: No, Laces, Laces out. Laces right? out.
1: Laces <laughs> out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just watched uh, that movie in this uh, stay home period that we're in. Still holds up. Oh really? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it wasn't great cinema to start with, right? But it was entertaining. No, it,
3: the so. comic it's just a skit com. It took me back. It
1: took me back to eleven. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, 11? 11 years old. No, maybe somewhere Close. in there. Yeah. yeah, I was young. My mom I had guess, to drive me to the theater. So
2: uh, I guess I guess you're right. I was 21. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah must be rough being old. It is. I wake up some days, and it's,
1: so you are watching Ace Ventura in theaters at twenty one. At in theaters, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I yeah. saw both in theaters too. I don't know why.
1: I did, I did also. <laughs> my mom drove me to them both. So <laughs>
3: saw every Jim Carrey movie in the theaters for a while there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was must see TV. Let me tell you, like, man, um, one of my greatest high school memories is is my buddy uh, Berto. Berto Cheeseboro, great, one of the greatest last names uh, in the history of mankind. Uh, Old Cheese was the night manager at the movie theater here in town. And so our junior and senior year on Thursday nights, they would get the movies. And so at 1030 on Thursdays, we would pop in and we watched. Uh, There's something about Mary. There's probably nice. 30 of us boys, 30 teenage boys in a movie theater, unsupervised, watching that movie. And it's still like a highlight of my life. Like it's That's one awesome. It's of great. greatest.
3: Yeah. What a great uh what a great movie experience with your buddies for a movie
1: like that. It's hilarious. Yeah, dude, when he zips, when he zips up. Oh man, like
3: <laughs> I still close my eyes during that. I still I close my eyes. I can't
1: yeah. remember they show it, like they showed it and, like people were standing up, like it was like man, oh, yeah. it was like this un I can't imagine seeing that in any other setting. So it's, it's so fun. funny, right? Because like
2: I remember that, and then I remember that Seinfeld episode with uh the button, the button-down jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. then Jerry Seinfeld's going, it's just a mink trap down there. It's
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's some pause.
2: Oh, man. So I was watching Jim Gaffigan yesterday, uh his uh, world tour. And so we started in Canada. And the jokes coming out from Canada was just like everything that you keep throwing at
1: me, it seems like, you know. <laughs> Like, all of our foods. All our material. I just read Jim Gaffigan's Twitter before I come on, and then I just regurgitate it. Is that it? There you
3: go. Yeah.
2: That's a good
1: way to do it.
3: <laughs> you talking about Toronto stuff there, Sean? Is that what you're referring to?
2: Well, he was talking about poutine a lot, actually. Oh. Yeah. But then he mentioned Donairs. And uh, now living in Halifax, right? I mean, you know, Donair with the Donair meat that you don't know what the meat is, right? And the sweet sauce. And he goes... I ate a Donair, and then three seconds later, I had diarrhea. This is the meat that gives you diarrhea. It's like... It might be the sauce, too. It could be. I mean, it, well, it is a whole entire diabetic treat, right? So, I mean, everything in Canada is a diabetic treat. Think about it. Poutine is just carbs yeah. on top of carbs. It's like here. and it's fantastic. It is fantastic. It's fantastic. Hey, would you like more carbs on your carbs? Yes. Yes, that sounds well, great. How
1: else are you going to sell people on free health care besides having to put them into the hospital? Though?
2: That was his other joke.
1: <laughs> Sadio, let's take the chance. We have free health care.
3: <laughs> well, so uh, the NFL, are they are they going city to city? Are they playing their home cities? Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. They are. So are we expecting that for hockey? Because honestly, like I said, I stay off all like, the news feeds
1: on Yeah, It seems to be... Uh, the way forward for the NBA also and for the NHL is that they have the travel figured out. And and some of it's because of what they were able to do in the bubbles. Yeah. Um, and then NFL having limited, um, case counts. I mean, they, they definitely have had them, but I think they kind of have a system figured out the more we they know about contact tracing and those things. So I wouldn't be surprised for the regular season to see them go through. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to end up probably being a bubble system for the playoffs. Again? There's too to, much yeah. at stake. It's the same thing with uh,
2: baseball. That's what they ended right. up doing, too. It just went to yeah. a bubble system. And, I mean, yeah. in
1: baseball, we almost saw it, right? Like, yeah. with Evan Turner being in the dugout for seven innings. Uh, what a jerk. Positive. <laughs> John,
3: yeah, wasn't there somebody who had COVID and he came out and yeah. What was that story?
1: Yeah, that's Evan Turner, and it's game six. And so, like, the thought is, is that they wouldn't have been able to have a game seven uh had the Dodgers lost because there was so much contact tracing between Evan Turner for you know seven innings, right? And so um, you know, that's kind of why they want to go to the bubble is to eliminate, yeah. especially when you have multiple series games. You okay. know, you just can't stop. And do I we ever wanna
3: oh no do we, ahead. Ahead. do we have a word on when the season's gonna start the the hockey the, oh. season?
2: What I heard is for hockey is going to be sometime in the new year, like January-ish,
1: January ish. When does is it typically start? Now, now October, it's over like October, October 6th. 6th yeah, it's the 3rd. same as it's the same as the same Basketball. as the NBA, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So but the thing is, is like what I'm hearing right now. So Fauci is saying, you know, that uh the last I heard Fauci say expect up until the third and fourth quarter limited uh fan attendance, right? Up until the third and fourth quarter of uh 2021. And with the current government in power here in Canada, they're still not gonna let Canadian teams play in Canada. So they're gonna be looking at other homes in the US. So that's the way that it's looking as far as that's concerned. Now, the thing I wanted to ask you, Brad, is that Marlon Humphreys tests positive for COVID 19, goes out, plays the game. Uh they do another well, test. He test,
1: he didn't test positive before the game.
2: Yeah, he did. There was, they said they let him play, and he was like, Oh, it's a false positive. They tested him again. Right. I haven't read that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the big story is like, What a jerk face, right? So, right now, the Thursday night game is in jeopardy. Uh, well, the, the 49ers as well,
1: already in jeopardy. Uh, um, good old Bourne, number 84, from the San Francisco 49ers tested positive this morning, right? Uh, and so they they play tomorrow night. He's not able to play. So there's a question on if the Niners are going to be able to play. Green Bay was supposed to travel today um, yeah. to San Francisco. So we'll see if that happens. And, and that's kind of where I think a lot of us felt like the hitch was in the NFL's plan, right, is they were going to allow people to travel. But what happens when you have this? So, so far, uh, Ryan, the NFL has been able to manage these delays that they've had with teams having infection rates by moving around bye weeks and things like that. Okay, uh, you, know, you know what bye weeks are right yep
3: yeah they skip their they, this is a 16 week season or whatever
1: and they yeah. skip a in week 17 day. weeks right they all get a week off and so they've been able right. to slide those around well now they' are running out of <laughs> bye weeks essentially okay right yeah and so now this is kind of going to seem to be where the rubber meets the road so to speak on game cancellations and there's a playoff start for football. We're about halfway through football yeah. season right now. So okay. this is week yeah, it's nine. Be, I have a feeling it's gonna take a dark turn here in about three weeks. We're gonna have uh they're gonna have to do some reshuffling. So
2: well, what they're gonna have to do is start making demands on their players. It's like you can't go out for suppers, you can't do
1: all this crap. We'll yeah, yeah. serve
2: you in the freaking hotel. Well,
1: you know, it worked well to have bubbles for baseball, hockey, and basketball because the roster sizes are so small, right? And thus the team. Uh, needs that travel with them you know doctors and trainers and those things also end up being limited with a football roster you're talking about 53 guys right just that's just the players yeah and every every position group's got three coaches and you know so you've got 30 coaches and pretty soon you're at 100 people where are you going to house 32 teams with 100 people minimum you're not going to do it right so no i i totally agree with you but the thing is, is that they
2: have their flights already done where it's like they they're just the only people on the flights. So as soon as you land, you have the facility or whatever yeah, listen, that you're staying yeah. at the hotel, you it's just stay in your difficult. hotel room and you go it's to the workout. It's very difficult
1: to be 23 years old with making a million dollars and to keep your ass in the house. I would imagine because at 23, I couldn't keep my ass in the house and I wasn't making a million dollars. Good point. I yeah. That I, was a that I understand. Good. Point. Yep.
2: Especially when you're like a man beast as well, yeah, I understand that. But at the same, time, well, you get
1: away you with know, like, so much, right? I mean, that's just the thing. There's so many. You talk to people that are around pro sports uh, in any league, right? And you hear these crazy stories, like these crazy things that happen behind the scenes, yeah. right? And even if they're only half true, they're still, you know, there's this wildness that happens. They're not, they're not that
2: locked down. If There's smoke, there's fire, right? So yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, my favorite story this year, uh, Ryan, stop me if you heard this before, but. A Seattle Seahawks uh, player who was a rookie and not likely to make the team. He's undrafted. He was trying out, try to sneak his girlfriend into the team hotel by dressing her in team gear. Oh, uh, and then he was immediately <laughs> cut the next day. So that's how you know his story is going to be that he had a cup of coffee in, in the NFL and then lost it by trying to sneak a girl through the uh, hotel. We know that's, that uh, that's Brother terrible.
3: Player. Well, I'm glad they. Uh, I'm glad they put their foot down. I mean, tells other players don't do this. You know, yeah. don't break the quarantine rules. Yeah.
1: Well yeah. you just sacrifice the young one's not gonna make the team anyway, right? That's how it works. That's it.
2: But you know. I bet you Antonio Brown would be able to get away with that, though. Uh we'll see. I don't know. Who's I that? still can't believe he's coming out to play. I can't believe uh he's a bit he's a bit of a
1: of a uh
3: he's,
2: he's a got character.
3: Some, yeah,
1: he's, I think he, I've he, heard he, the name yeah. for some reason. Of course he's, he's an immensely yeah. talented uh <laughs> wide receiver, like he's unbelievably talented. He also it, apparently has some social misgivings and some court cases, and maybe some inappropriate behavior with women. I feel like I've heard the name for those reasons. then, yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, all over uh, everywhere. So if he even it was, it bled over from like, even sports to like mainstream other views. Yeah, not to get political, but we're talking
3: about football players and ones I know. Uh, if call Colin Kirkpatrick, is he not playing because he's not good enough to play? Like oh, I know his name.
0: Colin What's Kaepernick? his name?
3: Kaepernick. Kaepernick, yeah, the guy that kneeled when he wasn't supposed yeah. to kneel or yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, now is he? I know he's not playing in the NFL. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Is it because of his his well, behavior or is he really? He's just not good enough to play. Like at the end of the day, if he if he was quote unquote just uh, just had no political views or no yeah. whatever, so he just played the game. Is he good enough to play or is he a problem for teams?
1: Uh, two sides I think to that coin. So he, he was a good player but not a great player, right? And I think they wanted to move on from his contract and you know that kind of sits where it sits. What is interesting to me is that he's you know he's better than other players, but at some point we all know that talent only goes so far, right? And distraction is a, is a big deal. And in the NFL, your distraction uh, ability is equal to your talent. So the more talent you have, the more of a distraction you are allowed to be. Like Robin. Those two things flip over. Yes. Dennis Robbins a great example. Right. So the other side of the equation is that it's been rumored. And I think teams are a little bit um, unwilling to disclose fully how this is, is that when they talk to Kaepernick and his representatives, he views himself as a starter in the NFL. Right. He doesn't want to be a backup. So I think the teams that you would have seen take a flyer on him to bring him in, see what he has, maybe have them unseat their, you know, their starter uh, are put off by the fact that he doesn't want to come in to compete for a job. Um, And so I think there's some of that too. Uh, I think that he was done a little bit dirty by uh, at least some of the teams in the league for sure. I mean, even more than just the Niners, there's a handful of teams probably that, you know, he was better than who they ran out, but, for whatever reason, you know, and sometimes it is unfortunately comes down to fan base. Right. And that's where we live in. And, and you're going to hear it. You know, there was a loud vocal majority in some NFL cities that have Kaepernick came the fan, you know, and, and those are dollars of the pockets. And you can't tell me the owners don't hear that noise a little bit because, you know, we're listening to it now. Uh you know, in basketball, the big thing is they're they were projected to make nine billion dollars uh this year in twenty twenty and they made eight point four and they're complaining about the loss of I mean six hundred million dollars. It's nothing to sneeze at. But when you get eight point four billion, you know, I mean six hundred million doesn't feel like a giant loss, you know what I mean? Like uh but you know, yeah. anyway. So well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things at play, and I think there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that we just aren't uh aware of. It just feels like,
2: to me, to me, if there was any t- any point in the past few seasons that he could have made a comeback would have been this season just because of yeah. all the, the the way that it went that the shift yep. politically well there's uh, a story the there's a
1: story today that uh there may be some interest in the 49ers that bring him back with Garoppolo being hurt and that maybe he's the best option. But again, he had a workout in the offseason. It wasn't like it didn't go, I mean, physically it went well, but just the way he handled the whole thing didn't go well. You know, like was like, yeah. you know, didn't want to go to the facility, had it somewhere. Like it was just, you know, I, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say that he's not doing himself any favors because I don't know all the ins and outs, but publicly sometimes it appears that, you know, um, he's drawing a hard line and maybe he has a right, like a, not a right, maybe he has a reason to draw such a hard line. I'm not, yeah. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, <clears throat> I, I know that the CFL was kicking the tires with him. And Tim Tebow back in the day as well, right? I like couldn't pay
1: either one of them enough, right? And then how we out. Tim
3: Tebow, he did kneeling too. Yeah. 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 He was kneeling too.
1: Well,
2: that's where
1: it yes, came. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Man, like it, we could get way lost. Oh, off, yeah. I don't off mean off to be that. like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I was just curious. I legitimately didn't know why he wasn't playing because I knew, I heard he was on the Madden mm-hmm. game and he was the first player to be put on the Madden game cover uh, who was who currently an NFL player. Yep. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's interesting.
3: Well,
2: I mean, mean, I don't yeah, think he's done himself a lot of favors, unfortunately, and it's it's unfortunate that money does speak like that. You know what I mean? Like money is it's the it's the bottom line, right? So if you're going to affect you're going to affect the way that uh, people come out and everything, uh, I think they're going to be wary about signing.
1: You it. know what else do that always just kind of sticks to me about the whole thing? is that his uh, designation to leave the team was injury related and there's insurance causes and those things that kick together. And I've always wondered if uh, he collected some insurance money in that giant con Cause he signed this contract that looked like it was large, right? It was like $64 million and all these, but really it wasn't, it was like a two year guaranteed deal and not a lot of guaranteed money and those things. And then des- being injury designated out, I just wonder, you know what I mean? Like there's just a lot of stuff I don't know. Yeah. That just, but you know,
3: conspiracy. he's worth, he's I, worth I, 20, 20 million.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I heard you say uh, conspiracies earlier, Ryan, and that just really tweaked me out. I, conspiracies are my favorite thing because I just, I don't really believe in a lot. Of, I mean, I, you know, I don't get too wrapped up in them, but I love to hear them well check out the worst of the best podcast we have about seven episodes on conspiracies yes. check them Man, out i'm going to and then we can we can uh we can talk about it because some of that stuff is it, yeah. fascinating to me yeah.
3: well you can guess host if you want we we yeah. got a lot of a uh, lot of different topics uh okay. i'd love to have you on uh sean i'm not sure about but brad would love to have you on yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd,
1: lo- I'd love to be a part of it and just uh and just talk those things through there's there's something. i'm
3: gonna i'm gonna invite sean and bump him five times before he guest hosts <laughs>
1: yeah just keep bumping him for me it'll be great we'll be
2: good <laughs> You know, um, my my big thing right now, looking throughout the schedule. So, yeah, the Thursday night game might get moved to, uh, might get moved to Tuesday. Right, pulling that yeah. one. So, what? Which game stands out for you, Brad?
1: Coming up this week, it's, it's Buffalo in uh, Seattle. That's just the game. Yeah, that's that's a huge one. That's yeah. a huge one for both of us. Uh, well, you know, outside I mean, of that, Seattle has not played well until the last like two or three years. Seattle's has not played well in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years, they played well in the East Coast. I'm excited to see Jamal Adams come back. I think he's motivated Did you just say that. Did you just say that? I remember I, I will never forget this. OK, that uh,
2: Ra- Russell Wilson. I want to say Ryan Rebalkin. Russell Wilson's <laughs> Russell Wilson's first season when uh, they were playing the Bills. Okay, and they were playing in Toronto. They still had that deal where uh, Buffalo was playing so many games in Toronto.
1: Buffalo was trying to give away their team. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so many games were being played in Toronto, and I will never forget what Russell Wilson did to us, where he ran the score up so Ryan Fitzpatrick couldn't score touchdowns, and they ran the score. But it was like fifty. It was it was a Madden score. It was like fifty to something, right? And I'm like, I'd hold on to that memory if I were you. No, that was the Seahawks doing that, not the Bills. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm expecting many, many different things in this game.
1: Who has a better completion percentage, Russell Wilson or Josh Allen?
2: We know it's Russell Wilson.
1: I think that the other Josh Allen, the linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, has a better completion percentage. Oh, wow. Wow, we're going there, eh? (laughs) Wow, that's just dirty.
2: And how is a Monday night game the Patriots and the Jets?
1: Well, I think they thought that was going to be a rivalry game at some point, right?
2: Yeah, okay. You
1: guys all think the AFC East is the greatest division in sports and it's like the second worst, but it is what it is.
2: Is it the second worst? I mean, I know that the NFC East is the worst, the absolute worst.
1: Yeah, it's easily easily the worst.
2: A, A team is going to get in with six wins.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
2: ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Easily
2: Absolutely ridiculous. Easily. And, and you know what? You're that team with six wins you get in. You're going to be in there. And your draft choices now drop because you made the playoffs.
1: So Yeah. yeah, That's the plight <laughs> of every Seattle fan for the last 10 years.
2: You know, just like those dirty Habs.
3: I knew it. I knew it. We came in last. I know with the because of COVID, we made it to the uh, second round of the playoffs. Yeah. Or... I know. Listen, listen, you guys have a great team. I think you guys have a great
2: future. You finally did something right by getting over the Blues goaltender to help backstop. I thought you were talking
1: to both of us simultaneously about how great our teams are. That was really, you were doing really well until you got specific. (laughs) But the
2: bloody halves, wow. Yeah, like you guys. Hey, hold on, true
1: in. or false though? You have you have a Montreal Cana- or Mon- Canadian or not A Montreal hat or a uh, uh, right? Don't you have all these different hockey teams, hats and jerseys and those things?
2: No, no For hockey. No, it's very much one sided. Yeah, sure? baseball. I got a few jerseys. Football. I, I got like. a few jerseys.
1: I feel like hockey. You have a couple. No, yeah.
2: nothing. No, listen, listen. No. I am. I. When it comes into the
1: playoffs and Montreal is still in it,
2: I'm going to watch Montreal. I'm going to cheer for Montreal because it's the last Canadian team. Okay. I'm I'm glad we gave you guys something to cheer about. You did. Actually, I mean, seriously, (laughs) we got got bumped by Columbus. And here's Montreal. You played Pittsburgh. You knock them out. I'm like, what in sweet heaven is happening here? I know. And you almost knocked out Philadelphia. (laughs) I know.
3: <laughs> it was fun. It was it, just the fact that we saw anything. I, I again, I went in with zero expectations. I was certain Pittsburgh would have beaten the Habs, but I just, I just enjoyed it. Like, oh, look at that! We made it to the second round. Isn't that neat? And no. uh, I, I didn't I knew we weren't going to beat Philly, but you can yeah. still enjoy seeing these young players get that experience. We got, we got free experience points that we weren't going to get yeah. had COVID yeah. not happened. So I, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Were well, you watching mattered, the game? Yeah. And it was at least
3: competitive. Yeah
2: it was mm-hmm. no that's, that's exactly it. it wasn't it wasn't uh, uncompetitive it was
3: really good games uh did you watch your games in RDS uh no i have a very legal feed that comes through my tv allows <laughs> me to see the games
2: <laughs> so rds is the french the french uh
3: yeah the french tsn here so the yep. french espn oh. Yeah. Uh no, I, I'm part of a Facebook group, that I won't say the name, but I am part of a Facebook group that helps uh direct you to where you can find each game. Okay, yes, all right. Yes, yes, yeah. That's the hard part. I uh every every team has that kind of group if you look for it.
1: Yeah, before I met my wife, uh I was in a relationship with another girl uh that lived in Vancouver, and that was like the hardest thing for me to spend the weekend up there during football season and just be like Where can I watch this?
0: Yeah,
1: what yeah. what am I doing here?
2: So, man, I did want to get to.
3: Ryan's wow, notes. No, no, no. Show I notes. did want. To, I did want to
2: get to UFC. Very the 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 fight card here. The free fights coming up this
3: Saturday. Ryan, you know, do you okay. watch UFC at all? Uh, I I don't watch it by myself but i when i'm with people that are watching it i always enjoy it i always think to myself gee maybe i should watch this on my own but the problem is i don't know i i treat ufc like i would wrestling meaning every time i watch uh ufc with a gang of people or like friends on the ship or you know at a party or something I'll always say, who am I rooting for and why tell me their stories? Cause I want to know, is this guy a dick? Is this guy, did he, <laughs> did he beak off at the other guy? Like who's the underdog and, or who's the dick. And I always want to go for the underdog. Right. So oh, I always dick. enjoy it, but I, to me, I need to have a story. I need to have a storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so just watching two people beat each other up, I don't get excited by that. But if I know this guy's an underdog who got beaked off by the other guy all this time, I want to see that guy win. So that's, so the long answer is, I enjoy UFC, but I don't know any of the players. You either. would
1: enjoy it more now because there's definitely more of the, uh, like the golden years of the WWF, you know, like there's definitely more back and forth and you know, okay. it's, interesting, it's, it's more history. It's not as manufactured uh, as it was, you know. But you remember when you but were I was young? Remember when so we yeah. were young? And we didn't know that it was manufactured and we thought it was beautiful. Like that's what mm. the UFC is now. So it won't oh. surprise me if in 25 years we find out that UFC is manufactured. <laughs> sure. I'll just
3: enjoy it. But I will say I watched UFC. I was one of the original people, I kid you not, that watched UFC because I was watching it when I rented the videos from uh, Blockbuster. And I watched these cage matches with Ken Shamrock and the guy with the mustache that won everything. Uh, what was the his name? The guy with the mustache that won everything. He had a mustache. He looked Are you talking he looked about like, the guy that went to pro wrestling there? uh no. Dan, the, Dan the B Severin? Oh, was it him? Yeah,
2: he, had the, big,
1: he had the big mustache. Yeah. Uh, was it Tank yeah. Abbott?
2: Yeah, Tank Abbott. Oh, Tank Abbott with a goatee. Yeah.
3: These yeah. were like the dirty garage days yeah. of UFC, yeah. but we I would rent them. They would be released UFC one, UFC two, and I think I got up to 15 or 20. And then it became big. And it's like, hey, uh, it's like uh, my it's like my favorite band became uh popular, and I was like, oh, it's not the same anymore. And yeah. so there's a part of me that I watched the early dog days, and I kind of missed those grungy people might die in the ring feeling. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, that that was definitely UFC you, one. You two, found three. it was Bon Jovi, not Rush. That's what you. Whoa, Bon Jovi's <laughs> the pop band. What are you talking about, man? Yeah,
3: Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's the kind of a band that when you go to their concert, you have fun and you enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You both are douches. <laughs> R- Rush is the type of band you go, when you go to their concert, you're like, oh, these guys are very, very talented. Uh, they're, very they're, technical. They're, they're ch- yeah, very technical. And their change-ups and their switches and their differences and differences. Uh, but I wish that somewhere in their catalog they could provide a song that was fun. <laughs> oh, come on. Bastille Day was great. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, See, no, one's, you know- no one's in the crowd. You're like, play Bastille Day. <laughs>
2: It's his voice too, right? Like Getty, Getty Rush, Lee's Play voice. Freebird.
0: Play yeah, exactly. Freebird. Yeah.
2: Freebird. <laughs> Getty Lee's voice though, especially when he was singing Bastille Day, would just like, "Oh, we're marching to Bastille Day."
1: All right, well that's that's three impressions for one show. All right, too many, too many. All right. It reached the quota. <laughs> but but seriously
3: seriously seriously they're no. very talented they're very talented but you're not tapping yes. your foot you're tapping your foot like this to them <laughs> i'm waiting tapping
2: to your see foot. what what, cause cause you can't, so, what was that
3: <laughs> that's the beat the beat
2: is always uh, seven four time is a beat seven uh, four time is a beat oh my god that's a beat
1: i know that's so nerdy yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) rushes for nerds just like yeah tom sawyer
2: is in seven four time okay (laughs) (laughs) Okay. the book
1: you read the book in seven four time
2: no, jeez, <laughs> No. <laughs>
1: uh, well, Sean looks up the card for UFC, uh, Ryan, quickly. I got it right here. That, well, just hold on. I realize that we you dodged the question earlier. I'd like to get back to it. And really what it boils down to is this Mike Tyson fight. Have you seen the Mike Tyson training videos now? Yes. Mike Tyson yes. in his 50s? Would yes. you take a punch from Mike Tyson?
3: Not a million now? years. Yeah, Not a million years. Uh, if uh, Even if it meant I would get money for my family, because I would risk death. Yeah, that that would anyone want to take a fist from him? Yeah. No. He only has the last fifty seconds. I don't care about always oh, old. Is no. he going to get winded? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, it's that first fifty seconds that I'd
1: be fearful of. Yeah, listen, and, that, and that's what Roy uh, Jones minute, Roy Jr. said. Hey. Roy talked a lot of a lot of trash about the whole thing, and then that video came out of Mike Tyson hitting <laughs> his trainer with that with the body pad on, and then he started backpedaling. And sure, I sure. get it. I don't blame him. Because everyone has a price. There's a there's a dollar amount that I'm unsure of that I would take that punch. Oh, but, it's gonna hurt, boy! It's gonna hurt. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you, like it's an eight figure number. I'm not saying it's it's not a million dollars. It's you know it's at least eight figures. I could probably figure it out. Sean, Sean's like, I could take a punch. Yeah. Oh. No, Sean says that he would get him in his crowd McGraw hold as oh, he's that's true, him. and he would pit his arm behind his back. Sean,
3: Sean, fair question, fair question, Sean. <laughs> whatever the purse, whatever the purse, you need to get in the ring with Mike Tyson. Okay,
1: well, do you bo- no.
3: no, do you box him, or do you hand grapple him? Mean, he's not allowed to punch.
2: No, I kick him in the balls and run. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. You're, you're the, it's isn't UFC match. one. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
1: right.
2: <laughs> no, man, I don't fight that. That no, you don't. You don't fight Mike. No.
1: Is no. Mike Tyson's voice higher after you kick him in the balls, or does it say the same? Maybe he it. Probably. probably
2: just grab my leg, man, and then just <laughs> twist it around. There with,
1: and it's pumping. with his mighty
2: thigh muscles. I don't know. So. Imagine what would
1: happen uh, today if Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off in 2019 or 2020. I mean, 2020 is a wash, right? Because it's you know we just throw this ear away. But like 2019, when everyone was still happy, healthy, and free, mm. uh, imagine just the craziness that would have been because it was wild when it happened right and there was no real internet or like mainstream anything you've seen have you seen the video footage of that yeah i was oh, watching yeah. it i was i watched it yeah yeah yeah
2: it's terrible and he's he spinning right yeah
1: <laughs> it's like what just happened did that what is, did he what did he spit like oh it was amazing
2: there was always something a little off of tyson like you remember with the lennox lewis fight a little off. And he like, i'm gonna murder your children and then he goes over and starts biting on his leg. I'm like, what is going on here?
3: Yeah, and the rape. <laughs> yeah. Lord. And the rape. <laughs> this so looks a little bit off. That. That's yeah. Well, we tend to. I mean, I'm glad he paid his dues to society, and I'm you know, but yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's tough to remember those things, but oh well. Uh, at least I, he didn't, I, yeah. At least he didn't OJ her, but all right, it's uh remember OJ? Oh, yeah, Oh you know say off. what you want he, he yeah. you know he might be a murderer but he does kill it in the naked gun series i will he say does. that he, he kills uh,
1: it <laughs> you heard you heard about the do you guys remember the chris rock bit about oj no that he's lucky that he played football because otherwise he just been a rent all the bus driver murderer <laughs> <laughs> yeah being a good football player literally gets you off
0: for yeah. murder yeah so what's Ray the Lewis. card what,
3: what's yeah. the card what's the card there all right, so
2: we got so Tiago Santos against Glover Teixeira. Oh, yeah. We were talking about I do see that fight. that's gonna be a good fight.
1: Last time Glover's, I it, Glover's
2: they... gonna win that one,
3: you know, I I think so too.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm calling it.
3: Yeah. Is anybody is writing down my predictions as a non sports guy? Oh, we have it here. Okay, <laughs> right. let me write this down. Glover, okay, win.
1: Glover Teixeira is the winner, winner.
3: Buffalo one touchdown 27 yep. to 20.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: All right, Andre Arlovsky is here. Co main no. event against Tanner Bowser.
3: Oh, nobody even named Tanner is gonna win the main event and it's gonna be no. the other guy. No.
1: So Arlovsky versus uh, Tanner. It yeah. Feels like it's Arlovsky in a landslide.
3: He's he's getting older, man. Arlovsky. Mm-hmm. His name's not Tanner. It's true it's tan true. you can't you can't can you imagine tanner winning that's yeah that, you gotta oh, be a tank abbot
1: come on tanny it's dinner tanny. time <laughs> <Come> on, tan <laughs> oh yeah it can't be that tough
3: and then we have uh Barcelos,
2: barcelos I guess Kali taha wow.
3: Ooh, kali that's the st- name uh the name alone strikes fear <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah funny. I can hear the I can I can hear the lamentation of, <laughs> <levitation> of women from here the lamentation of women
1: Yeah. Well, isn't it a gamble though? Do you ever see like these little kids with these like really cool, tough, gangster ass names, and you're like, man, I hope you grow up to be somebody like that fits that (laughs) name. Like, it's a gamble as a father, right? Like, just name something like that. You're like, man, come on, genetics. (laughs) Well, I I think
3: naming my one of my sons Spike was probably a bad idea. (laughs) Well,
1: time will tell. I mean, you just got to make sure he lives up to it. That's your job.
3: Yeah. So I mean, yeah. For me,
2: it's uh, Tiago Santos and Glover Teixeira and Andre Arlovsky and Tanner Bowles are just like the big, the big.
1: And yeah, that Glover fight is the one I want to watch. Uh, his last, his last bout was fantastic. He's old. Was. He he was was, like, old. Him like are both old, but Glover just brought the heat, and so I think that's a fantastic I matchup. Ever
2: since he lost to uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson, and his tooth, his tooth yeah. came flying out, man. Ever since that fight he's been a different fighter cuz dude I've never seen a guy get hit so hard. No. His tooth flew out of his mouth. It was like It looked oh, like something out of a movie. Man. Yeah. Or uh, I it was, it, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that fight. And Arlovski, I mean, I always love watching Arlovski fight. Ever since I saw him in uh What was that one there uh where they have the bullies on MTV, the bullies, and they have to go fight an MMA fighter.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what that show was called, but it was... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They only had insurance for one year, because then it it went sideways. Yeah. Well,
2: Arlovsky was one
1: of the guys there beating on one yeah. of the bullies. Yeah. he beat the
2: tar out of him. He beat the tar out of that bully.
1: It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. Imagine being a bully, and then, like, that's the guy that comes to That's the, to the guy you got to fight? fight. Golly.
2: I don't think I'll call this guy names anymore. Bad. <laughs> I want out of here.
1: just <laughs> getting pounded in the face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Arlovsky's not a small man. <laughs> no. <laughs> just tree trunks for legs.
1: <laughs> no. He's like what 6'2 and walks around 240, probably. Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> trained fighting machines. 240 pounds of trained fighting machine.
2: Now I'm wondering one thing from Ryan right now because I know Ryan's a huge
3: wrestling fan,
2: but I'm wondering: is he watching currently the WWE or AEW? No, you're we're, oh, did, we're just no.
3: no. I stopped watching. Uh, I, I watched, of course, I watched the glory days of. I I saw it live when uh, Andre tore it off Hulk Hogan's necklace. Oh, dude! At the, at Piper's pit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then when Piper asked him, uh, will are you are oh, are you not going to fight Andre the Giant at WrestleMania th- whatever was three, and Hogan's like yeah <laughs> he, he yells at yes that echoes through all the eternity. That's the greatest Hogan yell in history. YouTube that friends Hogan yelling that you got a, yeah! <laughs> it was a, I think they, they use a sound effect on him for that because it was amazing. But yeah, oh I, I was a huge huge wrestling mark when I was a kid, and then I grew up. And I, and, uh, I, I became, uh, you know, like at 11 or 12, I was like, oh, I, I knew it was scripted and, um, or at least the, the matches were predetermined right. and uh, it broke my heart. It really did. I, uh, I fell for it and I, I felt foolish for believing it was real. And, and then I, so I, I turned my nose to it and probably at the right time too, when wrestling went kind of silly and dumb. And then I heard people like talk like I got married. Uh, my first marriage, I was a, a young married guy, a young kid. I had a young a young kid, and made some friends. And they were like, "Oh, you gotta watch wrestling." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It was like another adult, right? And I'm like, "Wrestling? That's like I haven't watched wrestling in 15 years or 10 years." You know, you don't you don't understand. You have to watch it. So I started watching. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is fun!" This course now, The Rock, Austin, yeah. and I had no idea that wrestling. So they, I, the Attitude Era, got me. And then I watched Nitro and the Wrestling Monday Night Wars. I really got caught up in it because it became sports entertainment, and I really enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, but then I stopped watching again when The Rock left and Mankind left, and all the guys kind of retired. I was like, mm, you know, I was like, oh, you know, their superstars left. And I don't think they've ever quite been the same.
1: No, I'll even I'll, I had a similar experience. Um And every now and again, I'll check in just to see if I'm missing, like, the next wave of no. – you know, That was the glory, right? Like, it that was, Austin, yeah. the Rock. They did amazing. They they yeah. even yeah. topped I, the Hogan days in many ways. They, that, those
3: rivalries were fun,
1: yeah. You don't have, uh, like, the Rock era, right, and Steve Austin without the Hogan kind of – No. Well, as fun as that was, though, like, it's still well, the best era Hogan. was – Hogan the was, Triple H, Rock, like yeah. that whole, that storyline was so beautiful. Hogan got old after
2: a while because it's like nobody could defeat Hogan and he just hulks up and, you know, he's going to drop the leg. Well, drop they just and they
1: hadn't figured out the story, right? Yeah. They had like this real thinly veiled story. where like, right, when yeah. it came out to be like The Rock and Austin and then you had like Stephanie McMahon, like how they just they weaved all these great elements into it, right? Oh, and it yeah. all became, it became like a fighting soap opera. It was beautiful.
2: Like to me, um, the best people to ever handle the mic ever was Ric Flair
3: and The Rock. <gasps> no, I can't believe you didn't say somebody. Oh man, Ooh, my favorite, my my favorite wrestler and my favorite guy to- on the mic. I'm
2: talking about mic skills.
3: I, I know. I say my favorite guy on the mic and my favorite guy to watch wrestle. And I, it's my favorite wrestler of all time. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm.
2: Yeah, awesome. i just okay. i just freaking right. love he, he lo- cut he cuts the he, greatest promo ever i will give him that because we had the cream <laughs> the cream always raises to the top and
3: the way he just like he just like burned like a thousand calories in every uh in every uh shoot or everybody called those uh behind the scene uh, every uh, promo. uh cut, cut cutting the was it yeah. cutting a promo yeah. yeah cutting a promo yeah yeah, I love those, and the way he was able to do it. Uh, mean Gene Okerlund always stand with the yeah. mic, you know, kind of kind of scared of the wrestler. And uh, but the thing oh, is, man. like that's that's the one I remember. Like, you know what I mean?
2: It's like, okay, yeah, but that was cool. That was cool, right? The the cream always rise to the top. But when I think about taglines, that last with you forever. It's like, Ric Flair's to be the man. You gotta man, be the man. Okay,
1: Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, who is an NBA superstar. Right place for the Portland Trailblazers. This week released a Ric Flair tribute shoe. Oh, that's oh, how wow. deep Ric Flair goes. Yeah, well, know I know, I know, I, know blue, I know, he's yeah, he's. They are blue alligators. They've got a Ric Flair uh, silhouette on the tongue. Oh wow! And Dame, they're, they're dope. They're 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 cool shoes. But Dame laid them out with the whole, you know, Rolex wear. Like this went in. <laughs> and so... Well, that's a, that was this whole thing, right? His solid profile' Yeah, in the last 3 months I watched 30 minutes of Stone Cold Steve Austin talking shit because it was beautiful. Oh, I man, that, there's a, there's a spot for him, uh when he catches beers like, you know, like that that awesome, dude was man. on one. Like was-
3: uh, they're doing uh, the same guys that did the say uh, uh save does save the last dance? Last dance or what's it called? Last, last, dance?
1: last dance?
3: Yeah. Save so the last, last dance was a teen rom-com. I apologize folks uh the last dance with michael jordan the, the the same documentary uh team is doing one on.
2: <laughs> yeah that's very big other oh, save the last last dance it's like save the last the, dance. The
3: okay, save the, last, okay. okay the, the save the
2: last dance film thing. i was lost there for a second right out there what is he doing <laughs> what's this guy <laughs> doing he's bringing a Rob Cobb what wait let they me tell you what they're doing
3: they're doing that uh, stone cold steve austin his story interesting i'll watch uh, it it's interesting i would watch yeah that. Yeah, oh Are you kidding First me? Runner. Because you know that's you're going to see the Rock. You know you're going to see
2: Mankind. Yeah, you know you're, you're going to see, see a bunch see... of stuff. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to yeah. see so, a bunch of stuff. That's right. I mean, all right. Tell me, do you guys still remember that match? Uh, Hell in a Cell. Yes. Undertaker, Mankind thrown yeah. down twice. Like,
1: yeah. Listen, that's why. Remember, I told you I was excited to meet the Undertaker in the airport. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's the of only reason. Because of that of that thing. Of course. I've, listen, I've stood next to greatness. I've rubbed shoulders with it. That's awesome. So I wrestled.
2: Me. I wrestled Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Right. So.
3: So I told you we have to get into it at some point. Yeah. Uh, before you tell you. Well, yeah. Save that story because I'm a guest. Let me tell you my one. I met one wrestler in my life. Okay. Uh, So the, it was uh, 1989. I was in the Atlanta, Georgia airport flying from Florida's Disney World layover in Atlanta, Georgia on our way to Seattle in the airport waiting lounge. It wasn't very busy. And I noticed this big hulking of a figure sitting down tight shirt on him, collared hair back in the ponytail. He was white, but I was like, boy, that guy looks familiar. And I saw a couple of people go up to him and he kind of shooed them away. And I was like, well, those people recognize him. I don't know. Why does he look familiar? And I was like, well, we're going to Seattle. So I'm thinking, oh, he must be a football player. You know, he's probably flying to Seattle, part of the. Even though, as a, even then, I knew Seattle had a football team, and so I'm like, he must be flying to Seattle. And I, but I kept looking at him, and he was looking at me, looking at him, and I was like, oh, you're the ultimate warrior. (laughs) And he goes, shut up, kid. (laughs) Shut up, kid. And I did. I was like, oh, yep, yep. Yep. And so I said, I love that. He looked at me and said, shut up kid. So yeah, that was my only interaction with the, wow. the great ultimate warrior. Yeah. He had no wow. makeup on. That's why I was so confused. His yeah, hair was yeah. back in the ponytail. It wasn't all poofed up. It was pulled back in the ponytail and he had yeah. no makeup on, but he's wearing this really tight shirt with his biceps popping out. I'll yeah. never forget the ultimate warrior in person. Yeah. Well, wow. he was a gentleman, truly, truly nice guy. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. So. It's then we get outed. That's all. <laughs> so I used to, I used to wrestle professionally
2: what uh, that's that's for dollar bills uh <laughs> it wasn't is much co- is
3: that code for stripping
2: no yeah well oh. almost you know <laughs> i wasn't getting paid as one i'll tell you that but you know uh, how many male
1: strippers do you know who oh, me?
3: Have you, have you, i was gonna say have you looked in a mirror or i mean is there is everyone gonna pay you <laughs> <laughs> oh i love you sean i'm just like
2: go on go on go on so, so yeah so i i used to wrestle uh i had a dream that i could end up in the wwe i mean that was uh you know my my champagne dreams or the champagne sure. witches and caviar dreams so it was to be in the wwe and uh it, it never panned out i ended up snapping my ankle in the in the ring and uh it just never panned out right so uh I had to make a choice at some point and join the Navy. But I did have a match. Uh, it was a tag team match, and it was against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He, I, I was the heel. He was a face. He probably doesn't remember him because, you know, Hacksaw is like, you know, I'm traveling, you're traveling, you're traveling, you're traveling, you're traveling. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a huge man. I will just say that right now. Like, you're just thinking about the guy walking right, like, oh, yeah. you know, and it's like that. that A literally huge man, like his shoulders, I'll never forget, was like this. Hmm. So we had the match, you know, pulls out the two by four, all that good stuff. But afterwards, we went and we had beers, right? And he told this story that I still remember today, right? Because I mean, there was a time when Hacksaw was huge in the WWE, right? Like walking
3: two by four with the American flag tied to it.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then him and uh, Under the Giant, before Under the Giant passed, We're in a major feud. Like there was Jake the Snake Roberts was in a feud with Andre, and then it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan getting you into a feud with Andre, and uh, you know, of course, back then they're all you know they're all friends, all that good stuff. You know, kayfabe was still in high high effect though. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, though, uh, this is when Andre was wearing the singlet, the one piece, right, and uh, the wrestling. And I guess before the match, because Andre was famous for his drinking, like drinking 24 beers, not being buzzed. I don't know how many beers he could drink at a time and just completely still walk around, pick up a vehicle of people making fun of him. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, you don't, you know uh, anyways. So, so he would drink a whole craft of wine before every match. Right. So he drinks a craft, goes out there. He's wrestling with a uh, hacksaw. Right. So he's hurting all that stuff. So, Basically, they kept it simple, and he took the one, the one piece, the singlet there, like with the one piece going around like this, and he put it around hacksaw, hacksaw's neck, right? Because that was his move at that moment. Then, because he didn't want to move around a lot, so he choked you out with his one piece. He's choking out hacksaw there, and hacksaw's being choked. He's like, "Oh God, what's that smell?" Right? <laughs> like, oh God. And Andre whispers to you, oh, "Hacksaw, I'm so sorry." He actually just shit himself in the middle of the ring. Come to find out, this is a real thing. (laughs) There's a few people that have shit themselves in the ring. I mean, you go down there, you maybe have one too many beers, maybe uh, cocaine, (laughs) I don't know. So if you ever have a look, there's Sid Vicious with a big old deuce in his trunks, just running down. So I... What's that? I said, nope, nope, I'm not in, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) so poor can you imagine poor hacksaw just sniffing that
1: just sniffing giant poop it's like i think the first three rows of that event way to
3: tarnish andre's legacy he's not here to defend himself
1: and hacksaw hacksaw's probably i can't believe i told that kid that story
3: i know now sean's (laughs) on the record <laughs> Andre the giant is a living or, or I mean he's a he's a wrestling legend. He's uh he's dead. He, now his, his image is forever tarnished by we'll just see this big big Andre dump in his trunks just seeping out
1: and grinding down his oh, massive he thighs. He's gonna sling it like it wasn't <laughs> holding back, it was all over the mat.
3: <laughs> oh, it was a slipping oh. and sliding in it, he was rolling in it. <laughs> the imagery. Sean, oh. I can't believe you did this. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that at
2: one point? Just no. No, no not neither of you ever. guys. Neither of no. you guys ever, ever. Well. No. Shot myself? Yeah. Not even a bitch. You, you just didn't trust a fart.
0: No.
2: no. Sean. <laughs> you guys Sean. never had a stomach virus and never trusted. You trusted it. You trusted the fart. I, I, I just have... don't, I just don't. I have trust I
1: guess I have trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get into this story. All right. <laughs> hey, on that note, folks, uh, yes. thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a wonderful, please come back. We, we have more to discuss. I'm positive of it. Uh, folks, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. See you guys next time. Absolutely. Hey, thanks guys. Peace.
0: You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator the GBS virtual sports bar is open for business come on in boys and girls